Hey. Hey. Hey, yo. Woo. Some new shit, man. Y'all know I've been busy. Yurt. Yes. Yo, Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast, man. I'm in the spirit, bro. I, I, son of a bitch. I told myself I wasn't going to get into the holiday spirit. And what do you know? I'm feeling it. I'm feeling good right now. It is 6.03 p.m., which is pretty early for me, but I came into work about an hour earlier, so I get to leave this motherfucker at about 9 o'clock. Very excited about that. Everything that I need to do is finished at the job. Um, whoever bought me, someone bought me chocolate-covered pretzels. And I got to find a lady who did this because I have to repay her. These are very good, tasty chocolate-covered pretzels from Rallies. <coughs> from Rallies, I got... Rallies out of Medford, New Jersey. Good shit, man. Chocolate covered, dark chocolate. Oh, to die for. Anyway, you know, I had a topic for today, but I really want to chop it up with you guys. It's been a journey, to say the very least. Um, Coming from where I was at work-wise, even in the state of mind I was in, and finally getting somewhere where I'm seeing results, getting somewhere where I'm actually seeing progress. And it almost motivated me to podcast and do a lot more, um, you know, content. Let me turn this uh, heat on. Jesus Christ, it's hot as... I mean, it's cold as a motherfucker outside, man. It's about 33 degrees. At least that's what my car is telling me right now. And yeah, man, I've been really, really grinding for the past three years. You know, you guys, you listen to this podcast, you've heard it before. I'm not going to stay on it, but I just want to give people like a motherfucker has been working very hard. You know what I mean? And sometimes, like, really, like I said, I have a couple people I chill with, but I've really just been rolling solo. Like, really embracing the lone wolf lifestyle. Coach Greg Adams got the free agent lifestyle. Shout out to Coach Greg Adams. I have the lone wolf lifestyle. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. 
You know, it's that festive time of the year. Luckily, we haven't gotten any snow. Thank the Lord above for that. But you guys know, man, if I cough, you guys know where the cough is coming from. You know where the cough is coming from? Because you know what the fuck I do every day. Smoke weed every day. Alright, so yeah, I'm, I'm smoking, enjoying the rest of my evening at the workplace. Um, Yeah, I've been grinding since 2018, and not just with the podcast. I've been doing this, I restarted the podcast 2019, and I checked. My first episode was about Donald Trump and how I was on the fence with Donald Trump. I wasn't one of those guys where I found out Trump was running and I was excited. I was not excited. I didn't know about the man. Then I learned about the man. And I became very fascinated with Donald Trump. Donald Trump is a very fascinating man. Um, I think I talked about that in the terms of toxic masculinity. How Trump is like the leader of toxic masculinity. And I support it. Wholeheartedly. I support toxic masculinity. I support the former president of the United States of America, Donald Trump. I know, I know, I know. Doesn't sit well with a lot of you people. But you guys have to understand something. See, I follow and praise and give credit to whoever the fuck I choose to give credit to. Especially, I got to talk to you black folks, okay? Y'all niggas ain't telling me shit. Y'all not going to tell me who to vote for. Y'all not going to tell me what clothes to wear. Y'all not going to tell me how to walk, how to talk, how to dress. I got my own style. I got my own swag. I got charisma. Um, A lot of these people that are talking about this fuckery, they have no jobs. They have no cars. They have nothing going on in their lives. Okay? Like, let's dead all that, okay? So, uh, if black people want to be conservative, then they have the right to do so, okay? I'm saying this because I saw a clip. I was on YouTube. I'm on YouTube, like, nearly every fucking day, especially when I'm at this job and I have everything done. So, I'm usually sitting around. And, you know, earlier today, I would say less than an hour ago, same situation. I came in like 10 minutes late. I was supposed to be here at one, but I was running late. I had luckily gathered all of the shit that I needed to gather for the holidays. So now I got my mom something. I got my dad something. I got both of my brothers something. I got my niece. No, I got my nephew something because he's a little, he's, he's a young one. So I know he's impressed with simple shit. So it's easy to shop for him. Um, did I say my brothers? I bought both of my brothers something. Uh, bought my mom something else. You know, I, I actually did a good job this year. I want to give a round of applause to myself. (laughs) 
Yes. Yeah. I, uh... I did a lot of running around this morning, like I talked about last night. I didn't really feel like recording now, but what the fuck else do I have to do? Like, I am literally stuck in this building until 9.10. Since I punched in at 1.10, I'm going to punch out at 9.10. So we got, I think, basketball. Do we do we finally have people showing up for basketball practice tonight? Uh, Yes, we do. Great. So now we got these little bastards. Lord forgive me. You know, I'm trying. But we got these little bastards showing up for basketball practice, and they like to fuck shit up. But uh, it's winter break, so if they fuck too much shit up, I'm not I'm not cleaning this bitch up. Uh, I'm not going to be back into work until Tuesday, thank the Lord above. I have a nice, lengthy holiday weekend. I have a get-together um, at my brother's. Tomorrow evening, um, Christmas, I have nothing planned. The day after, I have nothing planned. I might hit up one of my knuckleheads, you know what I mean? Go to the bar, drink, do something. You know what I mean? I got to do something this weekend. But that's all that's going on. But just know that I've been grinding for three years, and, and shit is really starting to pay off right now. We're really seeing um, the ends meet at the moment. Yes, sir. But uh, y'all don't want to hear all that shit. I just hope you guys enjoy your holiday. Um, of course, I'm not going to be recording tomorrow. I'm not going to be recording Christmas. I will not record during the weekend nine times out of ten, but I will be back on Monday. Um, because I don't work Monday, I might do things a little differently. Uh, I might even record in parts. Or I might just sit in my car, smoke a blunt like I am now, and turn the fuck up. Either way... I have to address something tonight. We've been bullshitting the past two episodes. I have to admit. Now, they may have been entertaining, but we didn't miss out on a lot of things. Luckily, I have all of my notes saved. I think I should call this the Red Pill Progress Report because I need to give you guys insight on my progress and the moves that I've been making, the decisions that I've been making to better myself, and it's actually been working. On top of that, a lot of you bitches need to be put on the grill. We have to start cooking bitches. So without further ado, where's my robe at? Put my robe on. Hold up. Put my robe on real quick. Um, Brother Jacob, fire him up. Fire him up, Brother Jacob. We're about to go to fucking. Yes. Yes. These bitches are sick. These women are sick. And hey, where are the white women at? And <laughs> hey, where are the white women at? And hey, where are the white women at? All right. So church has begun. I am Pastor Jersey Judah. This is a bitch you should know better Baptist church. The bitch you should know better Baptist church. Yes, we accept all visitors. We welcome all newcomers, people who are 
new to the faith of the red pill, the everlasting light that is the crimson capsule. We are here today to talk about a few things. You know, I've been sitting back watching these refrigerator, dryers, and washing machine shaped bitches talk about what they need from a man, what they expect from a man, right? What they desire from a man, right? But let's get one thing straight. These refrigerator-shaped bitches, these below-average hoodlums, these below-average hoodbookers, these women expect everything, right? These women expect too much, but is worth way too little. These bitches expect you as a man, right? To have the cash. Right? She expects you to have the money. She expects you to have the vehicle. She expects you to have the home. Meanwhile, this bitch is living at her parents. 30 years old, living with her parents. Contributing nothing. Like I said, men, I know how it is in these streets. Some of us have to stay with our parents for a little bit, but we still need to contribute to the household. Yes. Don't listen to these broke, beautiful bitches. These are broke, beautiful bums. Broke, beautiful bums where she gets into a relationship her expectations are high, but her value is extremely low. Jesus. These women will sit back. And see, it always, it always comes in like, it's a process with women. And I started to figure it out. When a woman is beautiful... In a lot of ways, for a man, she is lost. And this is what I mean when I say this. When she is beautiful, she is lost. A lot of women who are attractive, they're not necessarily the smartest, most intelligent people. Now, I get it, guys. That doesn't matter. To you, it doesn't matter. But I know a lot of you guys are just trying to pump and dump a bitch anyway because Brother Future has already said it. She belongs to the streets. And I understand. I get it. Totally get it. But when you get older, you get wiser. You are supposed to be wise with age. Your past experiences should give you insight on where you're going. This is what I tell men about dealing with ex-bitches, old women, old flings, old Girlfriends, old wives. 
when you separate and you decide to come back or you decide to give in with these women, these bitches will have a field day with you. These bitches will suck you dry, fuck you dry, but it always goes back to the resources. Remember, whoever comes back is weak. If a woman leaves me because I'm not doing enough, I'm not making enough money, I don't have a good job, etc. Cool. Now, I better myself, right? I upgrade without her, without a bitch. I don't need a hoe for me to feel better about myself unless sexually. But I don't need a woman to make me feel good about myself. You shouldn't need a woman to make you feel confident. That confidence, just like this red pill game, comes within. You can't put a shirt on to make you a better man. Sure, you can go to the gym. I always say exercise, physical activities, hobbies, your job, your career. You want to keep those things compartmentalized. Compartmentalized. Did I say that right? Compartmentalized? I don't fucking know. Nigga. But y'all know what the fuck I'm talking about. You got to separate these worlds. Now, keep in mind, you're the same person. But of course, when you go to the workplace, you have your, you have professionalism. Um, you have a level of responsibility. Now, niggas get off of work. Like when I leave work, shit, I'm smoking weed right now. I don't give a shit. But when I leave, I don't have to care as much about professionalism. I really don't. Um, if it's not a profession. I'm not a professional. Let me say that again. If it's not a profession, then I'm not a I'm not a professional. So I enjoy bullshitting. I like smoking. I like playing video games, sitting back, scratching my nuts, doing whatever the fuck I want. Sometimes I'll jerk off. Whatever the fuck I want to do. To me, that's freedom. Okay? It's a it's a controlled freedom. It's controlled because I know I can't do this shit all day. But for the moment, it's just fine. I have no problems. When a woman comes into your life and she expects she expects you to do this, do that. But she's not willing to change anything about herself. She is trying to play you. Or she positions you, and I should do a I should do a uh, episode in the future. I gotta find this goddamn lighter, son of a bitch. Um, I will do an episode in the future. I'm sitting on the goddamn lighter, son of a bitch. I am gonna do an episode in the future about what happens when a woman sees you as beta. Now. I've heard stories where women get guys wrong in a lot of ways. So a chick approaches a guy, you know what I'm saying?
know, he's playing basketball, so she sees the athleticism, so she thinks, all right, this is the alpha male. But he's just an athlete. <laughs> People get the traits mixed up. Like, and look, I get it. The Chads and Tyrones come from the single mother household. So you have to ask yourself. So the single mother household creates two completely different types of beta males. Don't get it twisted. The Tyrones, the Pookies, the Ray Rays, the Chads, they're from single mother households. So they have beta male tendencies. But they also have charisma. They also have the looks. So how is it that on one side of the spectrum, you have the bad boys and the thugs, usually raised in problematic households at best. And then you have sort of the squares. These are more, the more educated, right? Um, the more introverted, the more introspected black man or person in general. Those people have the worst luck with women. And then ironically, the thugs on the opposite end of the spectrum from the same type of household has a large selection of women. Women that these guys run through. They just run through. Them. They run through. Them. And they tell guys. These closed minded women who try to be so woke and so awakened and so aware. They try to tell these nice guys to be yourself. We want the nice guys. Uh, we like the nice guys. But here's the reality. You're not dating the nice guy. You're not dating the nice guy. You're not fucking the nice guy. You're not sucking the nice guy. You are using and manipulating the nice guy. Right? So remember when you start hearing these bitches and it's becoming more and more vocal than ever. Where women will talk about where are the good men? Where are the gentlemen at? Right? I've talked about this before where these bitches wait until they're washed up to try to get wifed up. You go and wait. See, just think of this logic for a second. You are going to wait until all of the, the looks, all of your youth, a good portion of your beauty diminishes. Then you start to look for a nice guy. Are you fucking retarded? This is, but this is how women are. They're ass backwards. See, women, <clears throat> the first thing a woman should do is possess her pussy. Possess it. It's yours. Don't hand it out to every fucking body. And maybe you'll be just fine. But to you hood boogers out there, and a lot of you bitches are selling the vag. The vag is on Cash App. The vag is available for purchase. But I'm not interested. Beat it. Ew. But then again, I have to be honest. Like, imagine if things were reversed and, like, guys were just selling dick. Like, what if there was a career... 
for me, selling penis. I'm selling my black penis. And all the bitches want it. You know what I mean? All the bitches want it. Right? I'm selling black penis and all the bitches want it. Especially my favorite. Because, you know, when I leave the crib. Hey, where are the white women at? Them. They want it. They're, they're willing to pay money for me to pipe. Okay? Because I am the one wielding the sword. I am the one wielding the lightsaber. I am the one wielding my wand. My wand of my my magic stick, my wand, right? It's intriguing. I would I would probably I would probably be whored out. I'm not going to lie. I'd be whored out. I'd be successful, I'd be rich because I would be too busy smashing uh uh Black cock craved white women. I can't help it, Lord. Forgive me, Father. I have sinned. But if you notice, when these women say all of their expectations, right? A lot of guys will look, will will actually go along with her. With a straight fucking face. Go along like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, six five. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, two hundred thousand a year. Oh yeah, sure. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. This these women want a guy with six figures and barely work a six hour job. These bitches want. A six-figure man with six different kids by six different baby fathers. The guys who who really have to work, and this is the fucked up part about our society. And I have to be really honest and serious. The man who puts in the eight to 12 hours a day, he's not seen as anybody special. Not by these women. They want everything fast. We're in the microwave generation. We're in a microwave era. These women want the microwave gratification or uh, validation through social media, Instagram. So she will sexualize herself. And this is where social media becomes bad. So you got... Your top level women, right? Revealing themselves like porn stars. So they have easily disqualified themselves from any real uh, quality men that will see them as anything other than sex objects that they portray themselves as, right? And all of these women, all of these bitches... They're getting all the attention that they want. They get all of the, the love and praise from, from thirsty ass men. And look, I have to catch myself sometimes. I was on YouTube stories earlier as I addressed. And I'm seeing like bitches stretching in yoga pants, legs going up over the shoulder. I'm like, Lord, forgive me. Jesus. These women are sick. These women are sick. Anyway, 
these bitches be having the yoga pants on. They stretching. They doing. They're doing yoga. So regardless of how I feel about it, that is an activity. It's a hobby. And to watch beautiful women stretch and um, the nice tight yoga pants. The uh, the black women, the black women who who do this too. The black women are also doing this. Okay, they're on a different level. They're aliens. We will not find these women. They're, we can't find them. Help me. Where are they located? These black women will come on and they do the yoga stretching and shit. You know what I mean? They got they got the they got the little short like trainer thigh high um uh stretch pants, right? She got the anklet and what what when black women have the the white um pedicures Lord forgive me. But they're they're on YouTube heavy right now. And the simps, see, I simp to myself. I'll never simp out loud. You dig? I'll never simp out loud. I'll never give a bitch a compliment. Bitch knows she she bad. What the fuck am I to tell her that? She knows it. I simp to myself. I keep all of the simp thoughts to myself. I I I'm not going to say a word. But a lot of these bitches, they go on YouTube and they sexualize themselves to the max. And for guys, for the most part, we don't really care. Like, it's not like we're upset about it. But once it becomes something that occurs, I don't know, every two minutes, there's a bitch stretching. Every three videos, every three videos that I go through on stories, there's a bitch twerking. It's like, all right, I I get it. I understand. But here's the problem with social media. Those same women that you see twerking, she's stretching out in her yoga pants, looking looking great, right? These are the same bitches that cry and complain about not finding a good man. These are the same bitches that you will see and walk past every day and won't even realize it. And more importantly, right? On top of these women sexualizing themselves, these women hit the dating scene with the same energy. So when you talk to a bitch on a dating app, there's a good chance that she has an OnlyFans. There's a good chance that she's a quote unquote model. She's an IG model. Right. And there's a good chance that she already has a good amount of men to provide her the validation, excuse me, the validation and the attention that she desires. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't, it doesn't end there because if you look at the activities of a man, like, yeah, we're on social media, but we're not taking pictures of our, of our stomach, our abs. We're not doing all that shit. You know what I mean? If you guys are doing that shit, more power to you. I really don't give a fuck about um, impressing really any of these bitches at this point. I'm impressing myself. I keep losing my goddamn lighter, but I found it. In my pocket, six thirty-three right now. Um, this isn't gonna really be a topic. I'm gonna flame broil these bitches. Um, I've been slacking this week, to be honest. You know, very informative shit that I've been dropping, but I, I've almost lost track. 
I had to remember who the fuck I was. Like, I had to remember my purpose. I had to remember my task when I come on here. And that's harsh realities. The Red Pill, okay? The raw, the real, the Red Pill Party podcast. So I was looking through my phone, and I'm seeing all these bad bitches. Like, I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ. And I have to remind myself, like, all right, she's she's gorgeous. She's bad, right? I'll never say a bitch is a 10, because there's no such thing as a 10. Um... But these are like eight and nines, you know what I mean? Eight and nines for sure. But I have to say to myself, besides her looks, what do these bitches offer? Hold up, hold up, hold up. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Fuck it, we gonna, uh, I need some rhythm here. So I'm gonna play some shit in the background, I guess. Be on my Kevin Samuel shit. I gotta put some smooth jazz on here one day. But, um, what I what I what I really hate though, to be perfectly honest, I hate that women can portray themselves. Fuck that. Women can portray themselves the way that we want them portrayed. Women are very good at being chameleons. Alright? Can we look this up? Or can we not look this up? Let's see if we can look this up. Chameleon women. (coughs) Damn, this shit hitting. (coughs) Oh, yeah. The strands of the day is Alpha OG... And I forgot what else. I forgot what other strand it is. But I know what's in this blunt is Alpha OG and something else. Those are the strands of the day. A chameleon is a person who often changes his or her beliefs or behaviors in order to please others or to succeed. She's a political chameleon. All right. What is a chameleon personality? The key characteristics of the social chameleon, just like their reptilian color-changing counterparts, is an ability to blend seemingly into any social environment. So take that, and that's where the chameleon comes from, by the way, for people who are slow. Chameleons have the tendency to change colors and blend in with their environment. So when a chameleon female meets a guy who she likes, really likes, she will try and position herself as the female version of him. Now, for a lot of guys, they say, well, there's nothing wrong with that. But here's the problem. What is the level of sincerity? Okay. What is the level of commitment that she really have? Or is she just doing this for your resources and values, right? A lot of guys will think, well, you know, if I can just find that special someone, one, right? The Disney dynamic is real. I talked about the Disney dynamic in one of the first videos that I put on my YouTube channel when it was first called 
Renegade Red Pill. It is now called New Age Traditionalism. My goal, fuck a goal. My fucking plan is to finally get shit situated. Finally, boss up, get a new laptop. Really put in my time and effort into making a very productive YouTube channel where a lot of my content will either be done throughout the week or a lot of my live videos, a lot of live streams that I plan on doing will be on um, YouTube very soon. But it's fucked up if you really if you really think about it. Especially if you're a guy like me in my position. You know, we're guys who are in our 30s. No kids. No debt. And a lot of us have a hard time finding women. Not a woman. This goes back to the soulmate. Or is it the soulmate? The soulmate theory? The Disney theory? The Disney dynamic? The Disney dynamic being um, there's someone for everyone. You follow all this shit that these bitches will tell you. And it's embarrassing that men really believe this shit. And see, when you find out that this shit is real. And in a lot of cases, a lot of us men are alone. You're going to have some tough. You're going to have some tough nights. You're going to shed some tears. Because you now understand that it is just you. So a lot of us, when we become more successful, we remember the times alone. We cherish those times. It made us a better man. It made us a man in general to stand on what we believe in, even if that means being alienated, even if that means being ostracized, even if that means people don't like your post. If what you're talking about is true and real and honest, a lot of people won't like it. Especially on social media, because social media is, in fact, the matrix. Social media or meta Facebook is now a alternative to reality. So your profile is almost like your avatar. And when you log in, you are simply plugged in. You are plugged into the societal whorehouse. You are plugged in. You are tapped in, as the homies would say. I want to give a shout out to a lot of random people. People that have been very entertaining to me throughout the past week or so. Um, WAC 100. Game. Who else is manager? Blueface's manager. WAC 100. That's a real one. And that nigga's funny as hell. Okay, I want to give a shout out to him. I also want to give a shout out <coughs> to the homie C Mac, aka Crip Mac. That is right, Crip Mac. And there's no K on the Mac for obvious reasons. Um, because. See, this is the thing, right? Guys like him, he's from the streets. He got uh, an enemy. He got an enemy on his forehead and the word killer after it. 
he's from the streets. He made it out of the streets. He got recognized. And what he does with all the money that he's making, all the uh, all of the success that he has, he simply gives it back to the community. And a lot of people will say that's ass backwards. Well, if you're a hoodlum, if you're a gangster, why give money back to the community that you are technically shooting at, uh, that you are technically selling drugs at, so on and so forth. But people have to remember where this shit all come from. I got a good amount of raw, genuine information like community revolution and progress was that brotherly love overrising oppression and destruction was the movement. These groups really started off taking care of their communities. And some of these niggas still do take care of their communities, especially if you represent the community revolution and progress. You give back to the community. Or as Crip Mac would say, you give back five community. Um, uh, C-Mac is a rolling 50s Crip. Um, 55th is the actual street he's on. And that's what he usually yells and says all the time. He replaces four and two with five. And he gives back. He's a funny ass nigga too. Don't get it fucked up. He's an entertaining nigga. But he always has videos of him. Like recently I'm seeing him going around the neighborhood giving kids toys. There's not a lot of rappers doing this. This is technically a, a, a YouTube sort of TikTok personality who's out here doing this. Like really looking out for the community. And yeah, you know, you could be from the streets, you could be from a rival gang, but you have to respect it. You have to respect it. So I just want to give those shouts out. This is one of those random shows, man. You know, I'm going to cook still. <coughs> I didn't fire this blunt. I, I fired it, put it out, fired it, put it out again. I just bought these retarded ass lights. What are these lights called? Um... As I drop my lighter again, uh, I got these uh, I got these illuminated lights. You feel me with the button you push and the lights go on. I uh, hooked it on the back of my car, back of my hoopty. Shit look kind of fly. I got to go back to uh, to Ross and get me another thing of lights. Niggas know Ross is where it's at. See, look, I'm from. I'm not from the streets, but I'm from an environment. I'm from an environment where you're grateful for what you have. You feel me? Because there's always people around you that's less fortunate. And when you're not grateful for what you have, and when you're not a grateful person, you will always expect more. Which reminds me of somebody. Reminds me of some people. Oh, yeah, you funky-ass bitches. You bitches ain't grateful for shit. You bitches can't handle a good guy. You deal with a good guy... Y'all, y'all fuck with a nigga, right? Y'all fuck with a nigga heavy. The nigga got everything going on. Plus, he's considerate, but he's also a man, right? He's not a bitch. You will take this guy, drain him of his resources, and expect him to make more money, bring more to the table, 
and you sit back and do absolutely nothing, you useless, miserable bitch. These women are sick. <laughs> these women are these women are out of line, bro. Out of line, out of pocket. Black women, they'll talk the most, but black women are the most divorced and the most unmarried. I want y'all to... Jesus. They're the most divorced and the most unmarried. I took that from Coach Greg Adams. Shout out to Coach Greg Adams. Matter of fact, I want to give this a, a red pill roll call. We're going to do this every now and then. The red pill roll call. And what I do is I go back to some of the shit. Matter of fact, I'm going to play this video. Fuck this. We're going to give we're going to really give credit. Fuck the bullshit. There's this video I had seen. Shit had me in tears, bro. I forgot this guy's name, so I have to look up this guy's channel. Um, we're gonna find this nigga, man. We're gonna find it. Um, once I see the name, then I know it's him because he has one of those names. Hold up, full body stretching. Morning motivation, full body stretching, yoga workout by, I wish I knew, uh, Mira Chirova, Chabarova. This girl is there with her legs stretched up over her fucking, over her shoulders, over her head. Good God. The screenshot is like scent bait. Like these bitches be scent baiting niggas left and right. They know what they're doing, man. That's what makes me mad. These hoes know what the fuck they doing. They know what they doing. I want to find this nigga. We going to find him. I don't care. I'll go through this whole, go through my whole history. I don't give a shit. Still be able to talk some trash. Steph is cold. Matter of fact, I'll give a roll call while I find the video. I want to give a shout out, super shout out. Steph is cold. Super shout out, Minister Jap, Minister Jap Network. Super shout out to uh, Kevin Samuels. Of course, check Kevin Samuels out on the tubes. DJ Academics, only because he's from Jersey and I fuck with Ack. Uh, who else? We're still going through the history. Thinking Man's Templar, of course. Better Bachelor. Come on, man. I know this video is somewhere here. I'm, I'm getting really upset. Undead Chronic, of course, the OG, Undead Chronic, he be out here roasting y'all, man. Be out here treating y'all bitches like shit, and I love it. Nixon Talks, I gave him a shout-out a couple of days ago, I think. 21 Studios, I'll give them a shout-out. Um, I'm going to find this shit. Black Ram 313. Big shout-out to Black Ram 313, Book of Alpharonomy. Um, the Rational Mel, Rolo Tomasi, um, I already said the Thinking Man's Templar. I need to find this shit, man. Because this is probably, this is, fuck that, this is easily one of the funniest shit I've seen in my entire life. And I want to make sure I give credit where credit is due. Better yet, <clears throat> I'm going to try to play. I'm going to try to play a clip from him. 
if I can find the page. Cheek. Yo. All right, here it is. The Cheek Slang Headquarters. Guys, men, real men, if you're out there right now and you hear my voice, I want you to go on YouTube, type in Cheek Slang Headquarters. Cheek Slang Headquarters. Check out the video. Give it a fucking sub. Give the videos a like. This nigga be cooking the fuck up. The Cheek Slang Headquarters. Ladies and gentlemen, we're about to play a couple clips, man, from this guy. <coughs> we got to. I'm grateful that I found this channel because this is one of the funniest fucking channels that I've came across. I want to make sure. Let me see. I want to make sure I'm, I'm parked. So I can notice everything going on. I'm not handicapping. I'm going to park on the handicap shit anyway. You feel me? Rolling. All right, anyway. Uh, yes. The Cheek Slang Headquarters. Cheek Slang Headquarters. All right. Let's try to play a clip. Let's see what happens. Fuck ads. Fuck YouTube ads. You guys feel that they do not deserve to be. Hold up, hold on, hold on. We gotta play this back. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. Uh, okay, you guys are dating, right? Yeah. You guys are. Uh, <laughs> you're my best friend. Uh, eliminated. <laughs> eliminated. 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 Oh, why would you say that? Why would you say that? Eliminated. Oh my, <laughs> oh my god. Beta. Did you just hurt? No. Or did you just do that to him? Beta. Yeah, we're on camera. Beta. No. Did you just friend zone him? Oh my god. Saucy. Saucy. May we share this moment of silence to honor our fallen soldier. <laughs> Because every single man will come across this path in life. Go ahead. And every single man Cook. can relate to this man. My cheek slang warriors. Cook. I want you to put your shields high in the sky if Cook. you can relate and testify. Cook. Cook. <laughs> hold up, hold on. We got an ad. We got a TikTok ad. Bro, y'all see the type of shit I'm... Yo, hold up. We gonna get through these ads, man. I'm telling you, this when I heard this shit, bro, I was in tears, bro. This has got to be this this has got to be one of the most entertaining fucking uh uh content creators to date right now. All right. Now I haven't I heard a lot of informative shit, but for the most part, this nigga's funny as hell, bro. Straight entertainment, bro. My cheek slaying disciples. Have you ever talked to a girl you really like? And she says. Oh, me and him, we're not like that. Cook. We're just friends. Woo. Or she says, oh, me and him, we're besties. Or she says, oh, I don't see this going anywhere. I don't want to hurt our relationship. Or she says, oh, he's like a brother to me. 
Well, I mean, I'm telling you now, does it really matter? I just got out of a relationship, so I need some time. I just think you deserve somebody way better than me. I'm just too busy these days. I just don't look at you in a sexual way. I'm too wild for you. Eliminated! I just gotta focus on myself right now. Oh no! Have you ever dated a black guy? Nope. And I I don't think I ever will. Oh! My ex-boyfriend's been calling me like crazy these past couple of weeks. My boyfriend is such an a-hole. I really don't know if I should respond back or not. He's such an a-hole. Maybe if you looked closer. Maybe if you worked out more. Maybe if you remind me so much of my ex. I was thinking maybe we could like go to a movie today. Maybe go to dinner. Okay, yeah. But just so you know, I am paying for myself and this isn't a date. Listen, y'all think this shit is a game. That is, this, this nigga's funny though. Um, the Cheek Slang, Cheek Slang Headquarters. Cheek Slaying Headquarters, okay? Go to the YouTube channel. Subscribe, watch, the shit is fucking golden. Yes. I think we're gonna continue to play this shit. I think that's how we're gonna run it. Um, you guys know what I do here. I always show the content creators love, especially the ones that I haven't I haven't ever heard of. All right, let's keep going. Gives us men the feeling of hopelessness, the feeling of despair, the feeling of defeat, because we've given her everything. We poured out our emotions. We invested time and effort, and she refuses to give us the most important thing that no man can live without. You didn't give me pussy. You didn't give me pussy. I am a man. I need it. I need it. I don't and she refuses to give up the guts. The guts. And we thought she was the cinnamon apple of our oh. life. Oh my god, bro. Who's my baby? My fucking cinnamon apple. My cheek slaying warriors. We may have lost the battle, but we have not lost the war. Because today we obliterate the simp in us. Today we kill the beta. Because I only hope for one thing. For us to get outside of the friend zone and to dig our guts. Dig our guts. And you did not stop till you wine and dine with the finest woman. <laughs> and you did not stop till you get what you want out of life. And you stop caring about what people think about you. You stop giving a fuck and you go out there and you enjoy life. Cook! Cook! And with the power of the cheek slang gospels, Cook. may it guide our lost souls to the light. May the cheek slang fathers ascend down from the gates of heaven and enlighten us. Cook! And bless us with the cheek slang declaration of independence. My brothers, Please open your cheek slaying handbooks to chapter 8, verse 88. Cook. In this constitution, it states, If she does not want to slurp the meat, her number you shall delete, because she is now obsolete. Violation. Oh, <laughs>
All right, man. So, <laughs> so this is like the reason why I love the red pill, right? I always talk about red pill being harsh realities and this and that. But if you really look past, if you really can get past all of it, you're in a good position, man. You're in a good fucking position. If you are alone or if you're by yourself and you're actually bettering yourself, you are in a better position than most men who are stuck around chasing tail looking for pussy. You're, you'll you'll be in a you'll be in a better position soon. Trust me. All you gotta do is stay on your purpose. All you gotta do is stay away from some of these dis- dysfunctional bitches. Stay away from these sent beta men who do nothing but pedestalize vagina, and these niggas don't have a quarter to their name. They're not working out. They're not eating right. They're not living right. If you're around these people. These are the people that will drag you to their level. A lot of people simply call it crabs in a bucket. I just call it everyday fuckery. Listen, man. Seven o'clock. Seven. All right. Seven p.m. I'm going to take a brief intermission because I have to piss. And what else do I have? I have this one beat, the bass might be too heavy, matter of fact, let me see something, actually, yeah, I did play that already, hold up. yeah, we're going to play that. Um, this beat was called, well, this beat is called Sparring Session 2. Sparring Session 1, I believe, is still on SoundCloud. Go on SoundCloud, search Jersey Judah, and you'll find my shit. You'll find the original Sparring Sessions, which sounds a lot different than this one. But it reminded me of the beat. It reminded me of the instrumental. Plus, I didn't have a fucking name for the beat. But it is, uh pretty cool i think um it's pretty unique in my opinion and i hope you guys enjoy it i'm not going to play it entirely but i do have to take a leak so if i do play it entirely i apologize you guys have the right if you want to fast forward two to three minutes starting now be right back
sparring sessions. Two. Jersey Judah. Red Pill Party Podcast. I'm back. Had to take me a leak. Realized that everybody was gone. Everybody left basketball practice. So it's smooth sailing until 9 p.m. Although I'm not going to be recording that long. But I do plan on to uh, drop y'all with a little heavy dosage of red pills. Sorry, apologize for the episode. We kind of going here, there, everywhere. I did say I had a topic, but I don't really give a fuck about that. We talked about the Cheek Slaying headquarters. Cheek Slaying headquarters. Subscribe. That's the nigga right there. You know what I mean? That's really the nigga right there. Let's give him a round of applause. Yes. It's always good to embrace diversity. Gentlemen, it is always good to embrace diversity. You do not want to be closed-minded. That being said, you do not want to be a simp either. You want to be open-minded. <clears throat> Why do I say this? Well, my upbringing was very interesting. Um, lived on a predominantly black street in a predominantly black area of the city. But after a while, it just got boring. You know what I mean? So I wanted to do other things. I wanted to simply think outside of the box. So, you know, I started <coughs> started skateboarding when I was about 11, 11 or 12 years of age. And it pretty much changed uh, my perspective on a lot of things and a lot of people. And I soon after embraced the people within skateboarding because obviously at that time we're talking what 2001 maybe 2002 there wasn't a lot of black people skating you feel me so that wasn't happening you wasn't seeing a lot of black people out there riding skateboards you know little wayne wasn't out there on the skateboard yet he was still pretty much coming from bling bling but eventually you know once i gotten used to falling and that's one of the things with skateboarding. It's a metaphor in a lot of ways because it's something that you're going to fall. You're going to fall, especially learning that trick. It took me like, I think, four months straight to kickflip. And I mean this, four months straight. But when I finally got that bitch, it was a wrap, right? I was stunned. As soon as I learned how to kickflip, I was like, fuck it. Because by that point, four months into skateboarding, I rolled my ankle several times, fucked my knees up several times. Even today, to this day, my leg and my ankle still hurts every now and then. It brings back those memories, though, man. You know what I mean? It brings back those fucking memories. You know what I mean? I, from 11, 12, skateboarding, I kind of connected with 
the outsiders. So I became one of the outsiders. You know, one of those people that are underestimated, one of those people who are ostracized because of the things. And trust me, skateboarding, I didn't get the end. I didn't hear the end when it came to criticism from niggas that wasn't doing shit. These were niggas that weren't athletic. These were niggas that uh, did not do any sports, had no physical hobbies. Their activity of physical hobbies is just walking outside of the house. That's their physical, that's their physical activity. And, you know, those were the first niggas. Damn, man, you want some white boy shit? You know what I mean? Et cetera, blah, blah, blah. I said, fuck it. You know what I mean? You started hanging out with the white boys, going to a lot of crazy parties. I remember going to one party in the woods. I'll never forget this shit. I go to one party in the fucking woods. Well, actually, no, there was three... There was three parties that I went to that was in the woods. This party, similar to another party I went to, uh, was actually camping. Both times were with very extraordinarily white Caucasians. This is the only way I can describe it without being completely racist. These were um, cool dudes, though, cool niggas, but they were rednecks. Let's just be real. You know what I mean? A lot of them had the trucks with the Confederate flag. But the thing about them was they always showed respect. They was like, yo, man, I hope the, you know, the flag doesn't defend you, uh, it offend you. I got family down south. I'm like, look, I don't give a fuck about no damn flag, nigga. Why would I give a fuck about a, a Confederate flag? You know how long it's been since the Civil War took in place? What the fuck do I look like carrying uh, my possible ancestors' beef? Like, imagine... By like by your genes, you take on all of the hatred that your past family had. So, for example, if you grew up like a lot of my great aunts, and great uncles, they grew up down south. My great aunt, I talk about this a lot. She's one of um, matter of fact, let's look this up. I always mention this and I get the name wrong <coughs> or. Let me see if I can find this shit, man. Mildred Loving. A lot of people have heard the name Mildred Loving. Okay? Mildred Loving. And Mildred Loving is a human rights activist. Let's read about her because she is actually family. Mildred Loving, who was of African-American and Native American descent, became a reluctant activist in the Civil War movement of the 1960s when she and her white husband, Richard Loving, successfully challenged Virginia's ban on interracial marriage and marrying the couple violated Virginia's Racial Integration Act. My aunt, my great aunt, is Mildred Loving. So, you know, I know a thing or two and a lot of my family who are connected to her, my grandmother, whose name is also Mildred, God rest her soul, uh, in the beginning taught me a good amount about her, but I was kind of too young to understand. But then a lot of the movies, they had a uh, Netflix documentary slash film that came out recently based on her. And uh, another 
another funny fact that a lot of people don't fucking believe. I like saying this to bitches just to see how they how they react. But uh, uh, throughout the bloodline, I think my second cousin would be no other, none other than Derek Jeter. And I found this out during a family reunion when I went to Fredericksburg, Fredericksburg, Virginia. And a lot of his uh, fucking family was there and they all look like him. They all, but they, they're, they're light skinned niggas with, um, with freckles. We'll just leave it at that. They're like light skinned niggas with freckles. So my family or at least the older generation of my family really went through the trenches of what you would call racism and discrimination. I laugh at black people when they talk about social injustice when there were so many before us who didn't complain a bit and had to deal with most of the tension. I always remind myself this when I hear people talk about Black Lives Matter. Now, with BLM, for black people, it's a trap. It's a trap if you join it, but it's definitely a trap if you don't. It's a trap if you disagree. It's a trap because, hey, you're black. You're supposed to support black lives. But these idiots and assholes have no idea what they're really supporting because they're only supporting a catchphrase. You're dealing with organizations just like NAACP. We deal with these fucking boule ass niggas, too. Just like the NAACP. What they do is they have white people that control those groups. They make it black so they have control. The NAACP. Look up look up the history. I don't got time to really go through all that shit. This isn't really that type of party. This is the Red Pill Party. Now, if this was the Black Panther Party and I was starting a revolution, then yeah, I would arm the troops right now. And I would get everybody. But see, my particular Black Panther Party is conservative black men. We are the dangerous ones. We are the true thinking men who think outside of the box and don't give a fuck about what other niggas got to say about it. You feel me? So that that would be that would be my movement. You know, that's the funny thing about black folks. Now that I think about it and I'm high right now, so I'm going to continue to talk like this. I thought about this, right? When you mention black people in politics. Whether it's Bill Clinton. Right. Um, Let me look up something. Let me look up something. <coughs> Damn, this shit's hitting. This alpha OG is hitting. All right. Whether it's fucking Jimmy Carter, Joe Biden, or Barack Obama, or... Bill Clinton, we can we can we can continue to mention white Democrats that these blacks worship. They idolize these old white men because we're speaking with the same logic that the black man speaks. And he is I and I am him. This would be directed in the same fashion that if they would talk about a nigga supporting Trump. This is only one president that I supported. My entire life, and I'm not joking. This is the only president that I've supported my entire life as a human being. 
The nigga was too raw, man. He was too raw. And he reached a level where even the people who, like myself, who said, I don't give a shit about Trump, fuck Trump. I said all of this shit. At the end of the day, I'm seeing the progress that's being made. I'm like, yo, this nigga's putting money in my pocket? Come on, bro. What the fuck I look like saying fuck Trump? See, y'all niggas, y'all followed the narrative of mainstream media. Y'all went along with the Clinton News Network, a.k.a. CNN. Y'all went along with it. So when it comes to black people, there is no real political, there's no diversity when it comes to politics. You're either a typical slave-raised Democrat by the Dixiecrats of the past, the Dixiecrats of the South, that use that old money to come up to the North and get their land early. See, the history of the Civil War beyond slavery is very important. Slavery just was one of the the viewpoints that made the Union fight seem more righteous. You know what I'm saying? If them niggas had the choice up North, they'd have had niggas in chains too. So I I don't really give a shit about that narrative. What I'm saying is, A permanent slavery took place. It wasn't just a slavery from uh, bondage, right? A mental, emotional, and psychological slavery was taking place, and that is politics. The black man, the conservative, the thinking man, the well-rounded man, the well-spoken man, when he wants to be, has more of a open mind because he came from, in a lot of cases, the left. All of my family are Democrats. All of them. And I remember my mother being told by my grandmother to always vote Democrat because she told, my grandmother told my mother that that was a party for black people. Now, without further ado, damn, I'm letting the sunroof up. Now this got done smoking. This shit look like my car is on fire, cuz. My shit looking crazy right now. Yo, my car right now is on moon physics. My shit is on moon physics right now. Let me close this shit and stop playing around. But, yo. <laughs> I tried to open my sunroof, man. I got to open these windows, bro. I done smoked my fucking car out. I tried to open the sunroof. Car looked like it was on fire. Goddamn fire department will be up here soon. But, um. <laughs> uh, what the fuck was I going to look up? Oh, man, I forgot. With with black people, though, in politics, it's always one side or no side at all. Now, to me, this is like a double-edged sword because, like, I can respect a black person who is educated 
within the Democratic Party who knows about the history of the Democratic Party and is willing to move forward with that particular political party. I can respect that. The person who's neutral, (coughs) the person who is neutral or the non-voting person or the person with no opinion to the political parties is either intelligent because eventually he's going to pick a side. He's just going to pick a side that benefits him the most, which is pretty much what it breaks down to and what you should do. These guys will either say fuck Trump too. And see, there's a lot of guys who I talk to personally. And maybe if we're out around people, they'll say something completely different. But then behind the scenes, they'll say something else. Well, you know, Trump, to be honest with you, like besides him being an asshole, he he was getting shit done. See, this is what niggas are saying now. Before it was fuck Trump. We got slow Joe Biden in the office, and this shit is crazy. Kamala Harris cussing out Charlemagne the Coon God. I saw that. <clears throat> I saw a clip of that earlier. Charlemagne the Coon God, a.k.a. Charlemagne the God. I'm just joking. But, nah, I'm not. Charlemagne the God actually had an interview with none other than um, Vice President Kamala Harris. And... I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm really trying to understand, like, why? You see what I mean? Like, certain things just don't go together. And this always been a thing from day one. You seen Joe Biden with uh, Cardi B. They use black entertainers as house pets and house Negroes in the same fashion that brother Malcolm X said it. I know my history. And Malcolm X was on point. In fact, I think Malcolm X was more accurate in a lot of ways than Martin Luther King. If you put the faith aside, of course, I'm not Islamic, but I have no disrespect. Assalamu alaikum. You know what I mean? But I tend to look in the direction of right as more suitable for my lifestyle. I've grew up on the left. Matter of fact, my way of thinking not too long ago would probably be far left. As a black person, by the history that I was taught, I looked at myself naturally as a communist. Because by societal aspects, I am an enemy. I am an outsider to a good percentage of white people. Whether I want to agree whether I I look at it as something to be happy about or disappointed it's a fact now I don't allow this to uh, anger me in any way shape or form or fashion I just don't fuck with a lot of people this is a lone wolf lifestyle matter of fact let's see let's, let's check something out let's, I'm just fucking around tonight man Really, um, holidays coming up, so all that's cool and shit. <laughs> Low wolf, Low wolf lifestyle, baby. 
Hold up. That's the best one. What the heck? What is love? Lone Wolf, baby. Lone Wolf lifestyle. You know what I mean? But as I said, like, I understand. Regardless, see, this is this is why. This is why I think men accept rejection or men accept prejudgments from women more. They they accept it. We know what women want, right? And women know what we want. Now, the problem is the thing that we want from a lot of these women, they've already given it out. So for you as a guy, if you really think about it, for you to participate in chasing a woman, losing your purpose, losing focus on what you need to do, chasing low-hanging fruit, while she's already given that piece of fruit out, to the village. The village has gotten the fruit. The village has seen the fruit. The village has tasted and fed from the fruit. And the only thing that you get in return is the scraps. And then you have to put in twice the effort. You got to have twice the amount of money. You have to uh, pursue her with twice the amount of game. And at the end of the day, what do you really get in return? I mean, think about it. Mission failed. We'll go next time. It's time to pick yourself up, gentlemen. It's time to wake some of y'all niggas up because I know a lot of y'all niggas is sleeping right now. I don't know if y'all listen to my shit when y'all trying to go to sleep. We need to wake niggas the fuck up. We need to stop bullshitting. Right? And we need to wake niggas up. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this madness. Okay? A lot of you niggas are taking continuous L's. Continuous L's. Dealing with bottom shelf bitches. And we have to wake you niggas up as soon as possible. Get up. Wake up. Wake up. You know what I mean? Well, once again, this is your nightly dosage. The nightly dosage. Red Pill Party Podcast. I like that. The nightly dosage. Red Pill Party Podcast. I've been working on um, coming up with like graphics and logos and shit and advertisements. Because I tend to do a lot of uh, goofy, corny, retarded, creative shit when I have a lot of time on my hands by myself. I've learned, I guess in that same way that I've talked about being a Sigma male, like truly being comfortable with who you are and really coming up with creative ways of doing things for me it's music for a lot of people it's sports for a lot of people it's actual art you know drawing grafting tattooing i need tattoos too man i need some new tats i've been bullshitting need some new tats
That's just a side note. But I've, I've kind of just really gotten comfortable with doing a lot of uh, uh, graphic design, I guess you would call it. Logo design. <clears throat> I'm trying to still create logos for the uh, New Age Traditionalism channel. Excuse me. 728. Oh, actually, 729. And uh, we're just shooting this shit, man. The fuck? I was actually looking up something, but I forgot what it was. Oh, well. The Cheek Slang... Well, Cheek Slang Headquarters. Guys. Cheek Slang Headquarters. 16.3 thousand subscribers. Let's, 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 uh... Let's turn it up a bit. You know what I mean? I found this nigga's page not too long ago. I think probably two days ago. And uh, this appears to be a fresh channel. This is a fresh channel that came out a month ago. Who knows? Um, <laughs> these screenshots, yo, are just savage, bro. These bitches got the ghetto gagger. Uh, yo, that is fucking treacherous, bro. <laughs> yeah, they got these bitches getting um, getting uh, drenched in baby gravy. Let's just say it like that. These women, the screenshots of them opening their mouth for that sweet old baby gravy that they want and desire. And um, these are the same women that come on no pun intended, uh, social media, and talk about, oh, I shouldn't have done that, man, it's so bad. These are the same women who participate in the Me Too movement, which has partially became a scam, sort of a temporary come up for a lot of these women. Because they get the notoriety <clears throat> They get all the attention and they try to incarcerate innocent men because she openly, willingly smashes a guy one night, drunk, goes back to the house, drunk, takes off her clothes, drunk. Well, before all that, she lets him in his house, drunk. So that's right. Right there is her signature, boom. Because if you were drunk and if you were in your best judgment and if he was also drunk or he if he wasn't drunk, he would probably be the bad guy regardless. <clears throat> but with these women today, it's like, okay, all right, if you approach a woman, a lot of women will just will just reject you, right? These women now want you to be persistent, meaning they want you to consistently try and pick up, pick them up or date them. They want you to continuously try. And then one day when she either blew through all of her options or she got too many loads blew to her face and she just wants a night out, she knows that you'll be the nice guy. You know what I mean? The beta mon. The beta monster. You're the guy. You're the you're the new shoulder to cry on. Good job. 
Now, you'll feel validated yourself because you're taking this bitch out. These niggas are seeing you with the bitch with the with the bitch next to you driving and they looking like what the fuck? And you may think you on top of the world, but the thing is those guys were already on top of her. Before she stepped in your car, she was already getting dicked down. Now you just facilitating <laughs> you 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 are um participating in complete treachery on your own end. Guys don't vet women anymore because guys realize that a lot of these women are no longer capable of being vetted. How can you look at these women on TikTok today as possible wives? These bitches are bad. I already said this before. I'm not going to say it. I'm going to say it again. Fuck it. I'll say it as much as I want. These bitches be looking bad. They be looking good. You know what I mean? They be looking scrumptious. Scrumdiliumptious. Right? But the reality of it is, you take those things away. Just, just take those things away, just like that. Boom, poof, bitch got nothing, right? What can she offer besides her looks? I mean, we don't expect women to work now, do we? Because on one end, you have guys that say a bitch shouldn't have a career. But then on the other end, you say that a bitch shouldn't have a job or a bitch shouldn't work. Or she shouldn't be in a competitive working place. Well, money is money. You see what I mean? So a bitch is going to get money however she chooses. You can see the extreme. The bitch is taking off their clothes on OnlyFans. Or you can see the opposite of that extreme. Uh, a bitch working 12-hour shifts at a warehouse. Now, these are heavy back gorilla bitches. These are um, um, vending machine-shaped bitches. These are uh, pinball machine shaped bitches, but they're women and they choose to work those hours. They choose to make it work. So I don't want to hear these skinny, thin, pretty bitches talking about they're not trying to do this and that. Bitch, you're going to do something. You're going to go to the extreme any fucking way. See, a woman will go, well, I'm not going to be able to pick that up eight hours a day, but she take off her clothes, right? Strip butt-ass naked, take pictures of her legs and her feet, and get money for men. And she calls herself a worker. She belongs to the streets. The fuck do I look like? So now you got guys who are like, all right, I'm really trying to find a date here. I'm really trying to find a hookup. Uh, I'm, I'm really just trying to get a bitch to swipe and you're just an everyday working guy who's just trying to do the best you can to maintain. You're not going to really have as much luck with women. That's just a sad truth. So that's the one thing that I experienced. That's the one thing that a lot of men experience. And I'm at the top of my level right now. I'm at the top. I'm at the top of my level right now. Of course, I have a lot of climbing to go, but when it comes to money, comfortability, a level of independence, I'm already self-sufficient as it is at the workplace and everyday life, so I don't really need to be around too many people. I'm comfortable either way, though. I'm straight, but when it comes to the women and what women expect from me... It's entirely different.
See, a woman compared to men are, are very cold hearted. See, women will say men are cold hearted because we have a physical dominance over a lot of women. But women are, when it comes to my game, psychological warfare that these bitches play, these bitches play psychological Call of Duty campaign mode on veteran. These bitches are not on easy mode when it comes to finding a man. And see, this is the reason why you women can't really play the innocent role anymore. They can't play the innocent role. They can't put themselves as innocent women when they parade themselves in a slut walk. Right. They can't necessarily put themselves in an innocent role when their role models and their influencers are talking about wet ass pussy. They can no longer play the innocent role. When even if they so-called disagree with the message, they'll still shake their ass to the fucking music. See, these are the ass backwards bitches that a lot of men who work hard, grind hard, try to do the best they can to maintain and survive out here in these streets. We have to deal with those women. It's very hard to find a woman who takes pride in who she is and doesn't have to reveal herself or give herself away to the highest bidder. It would be great to find a woman like that. I know, and a lot of men my age also know, who are more red pill aware, that shit is not happening. For a lot of you guys out there, you have an opportunity to change things. You really do. That's why I'm very happy that the 23 to 27 uh, year old demographic are the, are the majority of the people who listen. You guys have the opportunity to start vetting these women early. Do something that none of us really were able to do or none of us were really thinking of. I think I feel that um, this was all unexpected from me being young. Now, as I got older, 2014, 15, I began waking up, right? I know that's cringe, but fuck it. You know what I mean? And I really started to understand, like, understood propaganda at first. That was the first thing I understood. And propaganda and using somebody like Obama, for example, would would offend a lot of people, but I'll just use his name, right? And he was one of the people that helped me realize that the government and a lot of the messages, including his, was bullshit, Right? And when it came to women, that didn't hit until like 2017, 2018, because by that point I was already I was dealing with this one chick and we were on and off for like two, almost three years on and off. But I was at least fortunate because I didn't spend much money. I didn't have much money. I didn't bring anything to the table. Today. That same bitch would hit me up as if we've been together the whole time. And I have to tell this bitch, like, yo, I don't know what type of energy you're coming with, but I'm not even beat. I'm a, what the fuck? I'm a, I'll fuck an old bitch for what? Get back, get back in bed with an old bitch for what? If the shit was over, there had to be a reason. And if it and if the relationship didn't um, didn't reassemble 
after this long, why the fuck would I willingly participate in it again? See, that's the thing with guys, right? See, guys, we are, as women would like to call, gentlemen. We choose to pedestalize a lot of women. And a lot of these women, the reason why they don't accept it is because they don't deserve it. If you're putting a woman on a pedestal and you're putting her before yourself, you're going to be left alone. If you're putting women on a pedestal as a man, if you choose to put a woman, not just women, if you choose to put a woman that you are with on a pedestal over you, I guarantee you, you will be left alone. Because newsflash, it doesn't matter if you're talking five years ago, you're talking five months ago, hell, even five decades ago, the women always found the rebellious type attractive. The women always finds the rebellious type attractive. The guy who's getting good grades, the guy who's trying to actually better himself, but on a different level, I would say betas are too, two dimensional. They are too, two dimensional, meaning they are completely, they're geniuses. They're smart people. They make a lot of money. They have, um, they have good careers. And all of these good things they have mean nothing to their social status. They don't have the gift of gab. So they can't articulate a point or a message that's conveying to other people, especially women. So these are the guys that struggle. But the good news with them is they have 50% of what bitches want. <laughs> these guys have 50% of what women want. See, incels... And, like, these guys who are, like, incels and TFLs, they've put pussy on a pedestal. They praise pussy. They worship vagina. Sinners. Sinners. True sinners. Fatherly God. We're dealing with true sinners that put the vagina on the pedestal. And all these niggas that do it, ironically, they have mother issues. I just find that interesting now i'm just gonna point something out because women one bitch online made a valid point and she said it from her experience this is what she said quote unquote from my experience the men that i slept with tend to have mother issues they tend to have problems with their moms but they're good in bed and they're good with words and they're sort of a womanizer that's that's what women that's what one bitch said and I completely agree with that. And there's something about alphas, right? And there's a couple of guys that I deal with that I would I would assume consider themselves alphas. I consider them alphas to an extent as well. Because not only do they choose to be leaders, but people look at them as leaders. They're received and treated as such. The way that they put themselves out there is the way that they're received. Those are alpha males. A beta male, by definition, is someone who is unsure 
unaware, have no determination, have no guidance. This is why a lot of the men who come up as beta males tend to be raised in single mother households or they tend to be pookies and ray rays and they have a hyper masculinity where it pretty much dwells within criminality. <laughs> That's like you have to remember something, though, even though these guys, right. On one end of the spectrum, these guys don't have anything, but they have the looks. And for a lot of women, that's everything. So a woman will deal with a womanizer. A woman will deal with a thug. A woman will deal with the bad boy, Chad, who already has three other girls on the side. She will willingly participate with that guy, knowing of all the other relationships, as long as she gets her piece of the dick and wallet. It's all about DNW, guys. These women out here who come out here and date, they got dating apps. They got all the information. You know, they're doing this, they're doing that. They're out here for dick and wallets. DNW. Dating apps equal dick and wallets for women. Remember, when you deal with the average woman, the average woman is going to get more dick more well the average woman is going to get more sex the average woman is going to get more attention the average woman is going to get more messages in her dms than the average man this is why guys like better bachelor mentioned this where the above even the slightly above average men are seen as invisible the women are too busy looking up instead of looking in what direction they're going sooner or later they're not paying attention and you know all of a sudden you know, without further ado, you know, what I mean, right on cue, without further ado, the wall is right there. Embrace it. These bitches are sick. Embrace it because these women are too busy looking up at the highest guy. That highest guy is on another level where he doesn't have time to look down, pick you up from where the fuck you at. This is how a lot of men think alpha males. These are the women these are the men that women chase, these alpha males, right? They're not going to look down at where you're at, help you get off of your feet, and better you. Bitch, you're an adult. Do that shit yourself. What the fuck do I look like? Remember, man, a bitch ain't going to save you. You, have, you should have no time and no effort in saving a hoe. Or a woman. You should not save women. Do not save women. Be the villain. Embrace the inner villain. I'm a piece of shit. You understand me? And I'm so sincere with being a piece of shit. But when I have to be professional, when I have to go along to get along, when I have to display professionalism at my workplace, then you see me with this type of tone. It's not a big deal. But I'll turn the fuck up if I have to. You see? A bitch, an average bitch, is getting tons of fun, <laughs> tons of cum. These women have embraced the mindset of being a seven, eight, or nine. These five and belows believe that they're seven, eight, and nines because their influencers are seven, eight, and nines, but they have looks over these women. These women are shaped poorly, shaped like 
shaped like a bag of potatoes. These bitches are shaped like a refrigerator. These bitches are shaped, as I said earlier, like a washer and dryer. These bitches are shaped and look monstrous. These bitches are shaped like the Big Show. These bitches are shaped like the Great Colleague. These bitches are shaped like Butterbean, the boxer. These bitches are ridiculous. But you still got simps. You still got guys willing to put these bitches on pedestals. And when you put women on pedestals, when you treat her like a celebrity, she will treat you like a fan. When you treat her like a star, she will treat you like shit at the end of the day. When you pedestalize and you actually look at women or you look at a woman as more important than you and you put her before everything she will leave you with absolutely nothing these bitches will leave you with your dick in your hands okay defeated alone man up embrace the sigma male mindset the Sigma male mindset, the lone wolf mindset, the lone wolf is approaching. Okay. The wolves, the wolves are approaching Sigma males worldwide. Certain alpha males we fuck with. It's not a separation thing. I just don't need to be a leader of anything. I can lead myself and I can lead myself better than the next man nine times out of ten, especially with this information and the shit that I have to address. I'm confident in what I do and I'm careless when it comes to criticism. I'm here for the smoke. I'm here for the fuckery. I'm here for all of the negativity and bullshit, but I'm also here for the positive information. I'm also here for the raw, for the real in the red pill. You dig? 7.51 p.m. Okay? We out here running through the time. It's an hour and 50 minutes already, man. I have, after this recording, an hour... An hour and 20 minutes before I can leave and go home. So this gives me enough time to charge my phone, um, upload this episode, and, you know, get ready to enjoy the holiday, okay? Because I'm in a festive fucking mood right now. I'm in a, um, uh, what what was the word I was looking for earlier? Um, I'm in the holiday spirit, goddammit. We're going to celebrate Christmas the right way. I haven't eaten anything all day besides these chocolate-covered pretzels, which are good, but I need real food, but I need to get through this shift. Um, I think that's going to be a wrap-up for the podcast. Cheek Slaying Headquarters, once again, subscribe. Steph is cold. Subscribe. Rolo Tomasi, subscribe. Donovan Sharp, subscribe. Um, Minister Jap, subscribe. Black Ram 313, subscribe. Thinking Man's Templar, subscribe. Better Bachelor, subscribe. Casual Bachelor, subscribe. Um, 
Coach Greg Adams, subscribe. Obsidian, subscribe. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Probably a lot more, but, you know, this is the concept of the Red Pill Party is to mention the other content creators who are out there doing their thing. Hopefully you guys get a chance to subscribe, excuse me, get a chance to subscribe to these content creators. But I think it's about that time for me to wrap things up. No need for a beat. I will let the audience. Well, you know what? I mentioned I mentioned somebody today. Let me see if I can find this gentleman here. Uh, did I delete? Probably did. We'll try to look one more time here. And if not, I'll say fuck it. Hmm. Yeah, I guess I... Guess I deleted that. Oh well. In the meantime and in between time, Jersey Judah, Red Pill Party Podcast. I'm gonna hit y'all with the Tony Hawk special trick effect. The audience, and then I'm out. Peace. Hold up, hold up, hold up. I got, I gotta, I gotta stop playing. Hold up. One more time. Yeah. Hey, yo, happy holiday. All right. Enjoy the holidays. Be safe. Be blessed. Uh, enjoy it with your loved ones. Enjoy it with family. Um, stay on your purpose. Stay on your focus. Stay on your grind. Until next time, I'm out. Catch y'all Monday.